Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the conversation. Today, I want to talk about joy, accessing more joy in your life. Now, it's been my experience over the years working with thousands of people, interacting with people in various capacities, that a lot of people, not you, of course, not you, but a lot of people really don't have a handle on joy. They, Of course, they understand it. It seems conceptual. Most people, by and large, don't have an ongoing experience of joy. You may have moments, you may have little flashes or glimpses of joy, but most people don't have a sustained feeling of joy. And of course, that's understandable when you consider the narrative that's out in the marketplace, and that is to put your nose to the grindstone and grind it out. Hustle. Do something to make money. When people are encouraged about a field to go into, it's about the money. It's about the prestige. It's about what you can make or get from it. Most people are not encouraged to follow their joy, to follow their passion. And so as a result, people become more and more distant from the actual experience of joy. Now, for most kids, they experience joy all the time. It's our natural state of being. If you remove the blocks, if you remove the stress, and that's we'll get to that down the road here, but if you remove those blocks, what you're left with is an experience of joy and satisfaction. And so today, I'm going to actually talk about four ideas, four concepts that you can utilize or put into practice in order for you to experience more joy in life. So perhaps before I go too much further, it'd be helpful if I was to attempt to define joy. Joy is a state of a being. It's an emotion of great delight, great delight, and happiness. It's like there's this inner smile, a sparkle in your eye. You just feel fantastic. Now, where I differ from the general populace is that I do not think that joy should come as a result of circumstances, events, and people. I think if it happens that way, that's icing on the top. I believe that it's up to us, if we take 100% responsibility for our life, to generate that feeling of joy within, to allow it to spring forward, to make it part of our journey, a way of traveling as we move from here to there. Now, I said I had four ideas that you could utilize take on, adopt, in order to increase the amount of joy in your life. So idea number one is to make joy a condition of being alive. If you're engaged in activities, if you're with people do not that do not bring you joy, ask the question, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? You see, when we're younger, when we're getting career advice, fields to move into, Joy is not a general consideration. Making money is. Because the assumption is is that we're making enough money. If we have enough prestige in our position, we're going to feel joy. Well, not so much. Because if you're in a job, if you're in a career that is high paying and there's lots of prestige, maybe lots of opportunity, yet the people you work with, you can't stand, you don't like the boss, 
the, the atmosphere and the culture is oppressive, you're not enjoying yourself. Each and every day you get up, you have to will yourself to go into the office, will yourself to go into the workplace. And while you might have enjoyed the job when you first started, if it isn't enjoyable, pretty soon you find yourself doing just the bare minimum, just enough to get by, just enough to get the paycheck. And then you go home to live your real life. What if your career, what if the things that you were engaged in brought you joy, that you find enjoyment in the doing of them, of the being in them? See, I think that's the greatest predictor of success. In fact, studies have supported that those people that experience a sense of joy, passion, and fulfillment in their job actually achieve more, accomplish more than anybody else because you can actually stay the course. When you experience the bumps, when you experience the setbacks, if you're enjoying what you're doing, you'll press on. If you're not enjoying it, if you don't have any fulfillment from it, then sooner or later you will give up because it's just not worth it in the end. You see, when you have joy in what you're doing, you'll press on through the lean years. You'll press on through obstacles. So make joy a condition of being alive. And then you can get curious, how can I cultivate, how can I generate more joy in my life? Okay, idea number two, remove the blocks to joy. There's an assumption here that joy is our natural state of being. If you look at kids left to their own devices, they will invent play. Given the platform, given the freedom, they will actually experience joy just in being alive through discovery, through inventiveness. I believe that our natural state is joy. And so the main idea here is to remove the blocks to joy. If you're experiencing a lot of stress, find out what is the source of the stress. Is it your job? Is it how you're looking at things? Get a handle on the amount of distress in your life and manage it. You see, stress is a part of life. It's how we approach it. It's how we handle it that makes the difference. You see, if you didn't experience any stress whatsoever, you would be in the cemetery because that is the only place where there is zero stress. There is eustress and distress. There's good stress and bad stress. I don't know who started it. I don't know who to blame about this, but somebody put out the idea that having stress or experiencing stress in your job is a good thing. If it's too easy, if it's not challenging enough, then maybe it's just not worth it. And so block number one is distress in your life, the amount of stress or distress that you're experiencing and holding on to. Another idea around removing the blocks is actually speak about your life. Speak about your life as if you enjoy it. Speak into existence this state of joy and reiterate those things that you love and enjoy about life. And this brings us to the next big idea to bring more joy in your life, and that is count your blessings. You see, joy is a natural result of you knowing, knowing to your bones that you are blessed, that the universe has your back, there's nothing you can do wrong, that when you're in joy, that everything is working out. And when you're counting your blessings, when you're acknowledging those things that you love and appreciate, the natural emotion that comes up is joy. We experience it as gratitude, but it is a mixture of joy and love. Now, I have a, a process to get this to your bones, and I call it the Extreme Gratitude Project. 
And to learn more, I've talked about it in past episodes, but to learn more, go to the Facebook page, The Extreme Gratitude Project. It's all free there. I have some videos that outline the entire process. It's a 30-day immersion. And the people that actually commit to it and take part in it up-level their experience of joy, up-level their experience of life. It's inevitable. But aside from this 30-day process, you can just begin identifying those things in your immediate environment that you love and appreciate, that you're glad you're there. You can begin to focus on those things that support you. Focus on those things that you love and appreciate about being alive. And the one thing that I love telling people when they first start out on the gratitude journey, that is to lower your standards. Make it easy to appreciate the things in your life, like lower your standards. For instance, I got up this morning, I opened my eyes, and I made it to the bathroom. I looked in the mirror, and I saw that I was breathing. I'm so thankful for that. Today is an opportunity, and I'm thankful for that opportunity. And I'm thankful that I had the ability to walk to the bathroom. When I've done workshops teaching this, I'll usually point to the chair in the room and look at this chair. Isn't this the most amazing chair? You know, if that chair wasn't there, you'd be sitting on the floor. And it's a pretty comfortable chair. I love and appreciate the fact that this chair is there for you. And so you get the idea. Go for low-hanging fruit. The events in your life don't have to be extraordinary for you to appreciate them. You see, more often than not, if we make that the gate before we love and appreciate something that has to be extraordinary, most days we will not be thankful for hardly anything because there is the pull of the mundane and the ordinary just in being alive. So I'll state it again. Idea, big idea, big idea number three, be grateful. Big idea number four, Take on the beginner's mind. Take on the child's mind. Begin to look at the world with awe and excitement, a sense of discovery, a sense of curiosity. You see, when we are interested in life, when we're interested in learning something, when we're interested in the people that we're around, we generate a feeling of joy. We actually produce the biochemistry of dopamine and endorphins. Serotonin is directly behind that with a sense of ease and satisfaction. You see, biochemically, we respond to the environment. How we interact with the environment is how we choose to interact with the environment. So when we approach it with the beginner's mind as if we're discovering something new, that when you engage with new people, you actually get to discover a whole new set of perspectives. But most people approach other people as if they have their brain. Like they already have it figured out, they already know, and in fact, the more accomplished you are, the more invested you are in, I guess, telling people that you already know. Like, I already figured that out, I already studied that. In fact, there's there's a great parable that addresses this. There was a young man in Japan, and he wanted to be a Zen master. So he studied with all the known masters of the time, he read all the books, all the texts, he invested the time, he practiced Zen meditation. But all his teachers told him, if he really wanted to study Zen, if he really wanted to accomplish the Zen mind, he needed to visit the old man on the mountain. And so one day he decided he was going to go see the old man. And when he reached the top, there was a small cabin, and the master, the Zen master, lived within. 
He was out sweeping the porch when he arrived. And the man announced that he was there to study Zen, and he began to tell him where he'd been studying and how long he'd been studying. And the Zen masters asked him, would you like some tea? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, that'd be great. He says, come in here and sit down and I'll pour you some tea. Well, the young man continued to tell the master all that he's done, all he's studied, all his accomplishments and what he's learned along the way. And the master began pouring the tea and pretty soon it was reaching the brim and began pouring over the brim. And poured and poured and poured until it finally it landed in the guy's lap. And he, he became aware that, he stop, stop, my cup is overflowing. And the master stopped pouring and said, exactly. Until you can present me with an empty cup, I can give you nothing. And so present the world with an empty cup. Expect the world to fill it up. Fill it up with interest. Fill it up with curiosity. Fill it up with joy. And so there's four ideas to bring more joy into your life. And they're simple. They're relatively simple. One is to make it a condition of being alive, that joy is what you're after, that your natural state is joy. So remove the blocks. Anything that's getting in the way of your joy, really ask yourself, is this necessary? Is this important? How can I rid myself of this block? And that also implies to healing, past traumas and past hurts. Hanging on to anger, hanging on to different situations in our life that we're not willing to let go because we think we're right. Well, that's getting in the way of your joy. Count your blessings. What do you love and appreciate about your life, your current circumstances? And you can love and appreciate the challenges, those events that are seeming setbacks. When you can love and appreciate those events, that you'll have an abundance of love and joy. Lastly, take on the beginner's mind. Be a student of life. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live joyfully from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you enjoy the epic adventure. <laughs>